This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening Podcast. Hello, my beautiful hapsters. Hi again. You're going to hear some weird sound quality these last couple of weeks, but I promise you I move officially on Saturday and then we'll set up my podcast equipment again and we'll be back in business. It's been such an emotional week. I am here for it. I was just telling a friend of mine that I feel like as my business grows and as I move into a deeper version of the person that I really think I'm capable of being, I open myself not only up to all of the most amazing and diverse positive emotions, but their opposites as well. I teach that life is 50-50. This is something that my coach, Brooke Castillo, taught me. And she said it in those words, but I had found the same thing out through my happening experiments in the beginning of my career as a happening sci- happiness scientist about seven years ago. And I hadn't put it so simply. But the truth is, is that life is always going to be 50% positive emotions, 50% negative. And it's designed that way on purpose. And so as we get and open ourselves up to the best version of our life, it's also going to open us up to that same level of those negative emotions. Now, the emotions are going to vary, right? It's it's not just going to be you know, regret or guilt or um, dissatisfaction, like it maybe is when you're not opening yourself up to the most amazing positive emotions, but they'll feel something like extreme discomfort and, uh, you know, maybe uh, challenge and uh, loss of the version of yourself, maybe guilt, shame the, that you're letting go of a version of yourself that you once thought was the version of yourself you would be forever. And as I'm moving, so many emotions are coming up. I'm obviously so excited uh, to move into uh, a new apartment. I'm moving in with my boyfriend uh, and my son. And I'm moving out of an apartment that I moved into um, married before I had kids. And my life is so different now. And that comes with so much reconciling. But also, I just want you to know if you're listening to this and you are going through a major change in your life, that this is totally normal. Even if the change is positive and you know you want it and you're wondering, why am I feeling these other negative emotions? That's how it should feel. And I'm in all the feels right now and it's been lots of tears going through, um, you know, papers and pictures and things as I'm moving out. But I'm here for it. I'm here for a life that is open to all of the normal human emotions. And I love to work with women who are up for that as well, who really want to leave the door to their life completely wide open. That's how you get everything amazing in your life. And also know that you can handle any emotion that comes your way, even if it's negative, part of being a human. So that's what's happening as I'm moving 
other than the crap sound quality. Sorry, but um, shouldn't be too bad. And so we're going to dive into the topic today, which is a case of the I knows. <laughs> We've talked in depth a lot on this podcast about I don't know and what thinking and telling yourself I don't know does for you. Hint, it's nothing. <laughs> it's an answer. And your brain will get that memo of I don't know and conclude case close and we'll stop looking for a solution. But what we haven't talked about is that the opposite of I don't know can be just as much of a dead end. And when I point out to someone that I don't know isn't an option, they do feel temporary discomfort, but usually it's a revelation that they're happy to discover. The same isn't always true for its opposite. So what does happen when you say, I know? Well, first, let's remember that there are thoughts that our brain suggests to us, which is our subconscious thinking, our unintentional thinking, uh, which we talked about last week as optional in the episode Swipe Left. And then there are thoughts we give to our brain, and those are our conscious and intentional thoughts the thoughts we get to say after our brain gives us its automated suggestion based on the past, right? When we tell our brain, I know, whether it's intentional or it's our brain telling us, I know, out of habit, it stops listening. It stops learning. It stops questioning. It stops editing your thinking. It stops growing. It stops becoming a better brain for us. It ultimately has the same exact effect as I don't know, which was kind of a crazy uh, realization for me as I I was doing this work with my clients. So I want to give you a concrete example that happened this week so that you can really understand the disempowering um, model that is set in motion when we tell ourselves I know. Because you might be one of these people, and I know it's probably one of my biggest thought errors that I have to consciously work on because I think it comes with being someone who identifies as smart or confident. And especially as a business person, you want to be smart and confident. But there's this amazing juxtaposition of being willing to be both smart and confident and also always and perpetually a beginner, willing to not know, okay? So when we tell our brain, I know, it it just stops in its tracks. And this week, a client came to me with a problem. She told me her staff is stressing her out lately. They have constant questions and they look to her for every little thing. As it comes up, they will text her. They don't have boundaries. And instead of just trying to solve it themselves, um, which might be something that is super relatable if you are a business person listening and you have staff, or even maybe if you work in an MLM and you have a team, or maybe you just have these, your clients doing this, right? Ironically, her staff was practicing, I don't know, which we immediately implemented a policy, um, that I don't know is not an option for her staff. And if they do have a question going forward for her, they have to first have a solution and an answer for it before they present her with the question. 
Um, but even before we solved her problem with policies and strategies, I always make sure that we point out any basic flaws in the way that she's thinking about it all. And what I said to my client was, you know that your staff isn't stressing you out, right? Now, my client, it was advanced. She's been coaching in coaching for about six months. So while she knew, she knew that I was referring to the coaching model. She knew that when I said, you know, your staff isn't stressing you out, right? I was implying that stress is a feeling and her staff doing things or saying things or asking her questions is a totally neutral circumstance. And the only thing that can cause her feeling, in this case, stress, is her own thinking about it. In this case, her thoughts, including the word constantly, which is optional drama, also the thought that they shouldn't be doing this, that they shouldn't be asking her so many questions, which is just arguing with reality. We pointed out, of course they should be asking all the questions. They haven't been trained not to yet. And even once you do train them not to, if they're asking questions, it's probably because it's out of habit created by their old thinking patterns of I don't know. Everything anyone does is always because of the feeling that they have because of the thought that they're having. It always makes sense because the model is just the way the world works. And I realized that this was a lesson within a lesson within a lesson, you guys, and I'm not going to go into depth about optional drama or arguing with reality. We can have whole separate other podcasts on those. But the point of this anecdote was that was what my client said when I asked her, you know your staff isn't stressing you out, right? She said, I know, I know. And she did know intellectually, but her subconscious brain wasn't deep in the practicing of that knowing. That might sound like semantics, again, but if she knew, she wouldn't be stressed out. She'd be feeling totally neutral about her staff doing the staff things, but her saying, I know here, prevented her from pausing and letting in a profound realization. It prevented her from getting curious. Saying I know prevented her from being wrong now so she could be right in the future when this comes up in a different context. She was in a rush to get to the action part of solving her problem, her stuff, so she could feel better or in this case have less stress because she doesn't really know or understand yet that our feelings are not solved by the results that we create. In this case, the result she wanted to create was no more staff questions, nor are her feelings created by the circumstances she's currently in, which is lots of staff questions. And until she pauses to say, wow, I didn't actually notice that, she's going to keep having the same problem. Someone's going to do something. She'll have a thought that they shouldn't do that and feel totally disempowered because she still thinks that they are causing her emotions, even though it's only ever our thinking that can cause our emotions. And when I teach the model to people, of course they understand what I mean when I tell them that their circumstances trigger their thinking, their thoughts create their feelings, their feelings drive their actions, and their actions produce their results. They get it, but they're not practicing knowing it. 
So be wary of I know, my friends. Every time you say it, I need to take this, heed this advice myself. Especially if you come to a coaching session, be willing to have that place be the place where you didn't know. Not I don't know, but I wasn't knowing. And now I can learn here. The jury's still out, but I know could be an even bigger barrier to your growth than I don't know. Again, I know this was a super quick episode, but sometimes I think the most impactful ones are the ones where we just leave it simple and leave you with an extra 10 minutes to just sit and know, okay? Have a beautiful weekend.